one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That it was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. There's a touch of madness around here. Everyone, welcome to DDP Today, a show that's a little about us, a lot about Disney and fun for the whole family. My name is Justin, and tonight I am joined by all of my co-hosts, all of my brothers, my pals, my friends, my amigos, but I'm also joined by a ton of my other family, and that is our DDP patron family, because tonight, you, right now, in your car, in your home, wherever you are, are joining us on a live edition of DDP Today, where we are going to play some trivia with our patron family. We're excited about it, but before we get into patron, or before we get into the trivia, let's go around the room and see how everyone's doing. I'm going to start with my brother right up. He's not very far from me, the great Mr. Mike. How are you, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm in the holiday spirit. We've got the house decorated. Uh, I had to work Thanksgiving, but I had a couple of friends from work that came over and had dinner with us because they didn't have any family to have Thanksgiving with. And then I had a huge party last night. Everybody that all of us that had to work on Thursday, we all had a big Friendsgiving party at my house last night. So uh, today was the cleanup day after about 40 people uh, had brought meals for last night. We all ate and had a good time together. Today was recovery day. And uh, thankfully, I had off today. But I'm been looking forward to this all day. It was waiting my whole weekend. I can't wait to do this. I had a great time doing the trivia the last time, and uh, I'm expecting good things tonight. And uh, yeah, it should be fun. I can't wait. I'm going to go a little bit south of me, and I'm going to the great Joe Q. What's up, buddy? What's up, man? It's great to be back. Um, yeah, it's been a crazy last couple of weeks, man. Uh, I've been really under the weather. Uh, Florence knows that she's on the uh, the stream tonight, and I had dinner with her and her husband down in uh, at the boardwalk. It was fantastic. And it just came down with something. And for like the last two and a half weeks, you know what, brother? I've been talking to you on the side. It yeah. just really just you know put me out of commission. So I've missed a lot. I've missed a lot of shows. Uh, but I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be, you know, through Thanksgiving. Had a great time in Columbia and South Carolina with uh, my in-laws. And I got some of the lights hung up tonight. And uh, tomorrow we'll do the Christmas tree. And then we're in the full holiday spirit. But uh, it's good to be back on the show with you guys. And looking forward to uh, tonight's trivia. It's going to be a lot of fun. So exciting. Yep, we're ready here. Uh, lights are up. Everything's going. We have our light show going this year, all that fun stuff. But I got to go up to where it actually feels like Christmas, and that is all the way up north, and that is the great Dan Rossi. How are you, buddy? What is going on? Actually, it snowed today. We actually got like an inch or two of snow, so I guess it made us uh, feel like in the holiday spirit, I suppose. But uh, it's been a really whirlwind of a week. We actually were in North Carolina for the week uh, for the holiday to go see my daughter and the grandkids. That was a blast. Got home Friday night, spent Saturday uh, with our family out here for Thanksgiving. Uh, and like today's just been a recovery day. We've just been trying to catch up and like we we all go back to work tomorrow. So it's like back to the grind. But I am really happy to be on tonight and looking forward to the trivia. Really, really exciting. I'm going to bring on, last but not least, our host for tonight for trivia, the great Aussie Dave. What's up, bud? How are you, mate? I'm good, man. Oh, I am better than good. I have, like Mike said, he's been looking forward to this. We talked about this, what, a week ago where we yeah. were going to do the the trivia thing and we were like, we'll just turn it into an episode. And I was like, 
okay, what can go wrong? Yeah, it'll know? be fine. And now I look at my <laughs> screen and I have all these people like that we know and love that are watching and that are here for us. And it's very exciting. I'm pumped. Uh, I'm super stoked. And uh, to go through for all of you listening tonight who aren't a part of the patron family, of course, you can uh, become a part of that. Click that link below and you can join us over on what the patron side doing? and do these fun stuff. Uh, but I want to let you know how trivia works. So we actually use a program where everyone can play this game on your mobile device, on your computer, and uh, we link through there. The questions will show up directly on your mobile device. This uh, trivia, the faster you answer these questions, the more points you get, as Bridget knows so well, who won our last one. Uh, and this is a ton of fun. There will be five different rounds tonight of trivia, and each of the rounds were written by one of the hosts of the show. So we will get into it, and let's go ahead, Dave, and let's get started with our Thanksgiving patron trivia right about now. It should be coming up on your screen very, very soon. Dave, take it away. Yeah, I'm just jumping into my app and making sure that everything is loaded up and ready. Everybody should see it. So we're going to jump in. We've got a whole lot to happen. We put this out there and said each of our hosts is going to write a, a category of questions. There's a theme to them usually-ish. Um, but uh, yeah, and so we've got... All five of us here. I'm going to be hosting, but I definitely want their input because they're the ones that came up with these questions and said, this is what we're doing. So uh, everybody's app should be loaded up and we're going to be starting with Joe Q's questions. Very excited for this. All right, Joe, we're going to come into your round first. All right. Um, just checking what you're saying. Cool. Oh, it's there's a reminder on the screen reminding everybody to keep their screen uh zoom screens muted so that we're not interrupting the flow of the questions and i think we're ready to do this let's go uh this is called disney world potpourri i don't know how to say that it's that's potpourri, potpourri. and i'm so glad you I, said I that wrong that, right. that made me so happy potpourri. right now you don't even understand how happy i am <laughs> as a host that you messed that up okay let's try it again potpourri? go ahead what is it it's potpourri. It's it's the it's the chips you eat at Christmas time that sit on the oh the smelly stuff in the middle of your coffee table. They sit on the Got coffee it. tables and okay. you eat them as you watch TV. You Those don't things. eat it. What? Even I know that. Oh, okay. All right, Sorry. let's do it. Question number one. That just means random stuff. Uh, what year did Disney's River Country open? Was it 1971, 1975, 1976, or 1981? What year did Disney's River Country open. You only get 10 seconds. It's already cleared off the screen. And, Joe, what was the answer? Well, the answer is 1976 it opened up. So five years after the opening. All right. There we go. Hopefully some people got that right. We're going to question number two. What musical acts act filmed a music video in 1988 at the Grand Floridian? Was it Phil Collins and Genesis? The Beach Boys, Hall and Oates, or Huey Lewis and the News? I know I would love some Huey Lewis and the News. I know Castano would like some Genesis. Um, <laughs> uh, who was that, Joe? So it was the Beach Boys. They filmed the music video Kokomo at Disney's Grand Floridian Beach Resort in 1988. Of course they did. Why, Why wouldn't you, right? Right. 10 seconds is really quick. I hope we're clicking quick in there. There's some people who are umming and ahhing. There isn't much room for discussion. All right, let's go. Question number three. 
In what year did Walt Disney World Speedway open? Was it 1991, 1993, 1995, or 1997? Lock in those answers. It's already gone. No, I was a freshman in high school. Okay, there you go. Dan was ancient already? (laughs) Easy, easy. (laughs) All right, question number four. Moving on. What is the maximum height of the tallest building in Walt Disney World? This one I definitely know without even looking. Is it 199 feet, 225 feet, 249 feet, or 299 feet? This is not something that they get to arbitrarily choose. Joe, do you know why it's the tallest building? Uh, well, it's the answer what? is, uh, I'm sorry, the answer is yeah. uh, yes. 199 feet because anything over 199 feet, the FAA requires you to have a flashing beacon on top of yes. your building. Yes. Now, it used to be 189, or one, 190 feet, which is why the castle is 189 feet. And then they changed the rules. They added like nine feet to it. I think they added, I think the FAA is 200 feet, which is why Tower of Terror is 199 feet. There you go. I love that question. I'm going to jump in real question quick. Question number five. Hold on, I'm going to jump in real quick, Dave. Oh. Uh, Joe, don't answer the questions because uh, you created these and you're in first place. So uh, oh, sorry. Just let, that, just let that timer run out. So really in first place is the great Steph Moore. Uh, followed by the notorious Rick Reagan. Chris and Andrea are in, uh, are in fourth. And our friends to the north-north are coming in at really really fourth place. It's fifth place. In my so, defense, though, Justin, I was just clicking so I had the answer just to make sure I You were said so the right thing. excited you knew these I answers. I was, dude. This is like my potpourri. This is my moment. Talk about cheating on a test. Uh, I'm this sorry to all the Patreon members on here right now. Uh, Let's take a step back. <laughs> so, to be honest, don't so, worry, Joe. No, I did that last week. Uh, he, two Dave weeks did the same thing. So it. just let the time run out if you're a host. Sorry. Don't worry about it. So you guys can play along, too. All right, here we go. Going on, Dave. Take it over. Let's go. Moving on. Question number five. Which Disney World resort is the only resort to fly a different U.S. state flag than the Florida state flag? Is it the Polynesian Resort with Hawaii? Is it Wilderness Lodge with Washington State? Is it Port Orleans with the Louisiana state flag? Or Saratoga Springs with the New York state flag? Goodness, that was quick. I can't talk that fast. All right, so all of those would be legitimate options. However, there is a trick that if you didn't know the answer to this question, all you had to know was that Joe set the question. That's it. That's all I had to know. And suddenly it's a very obvious answer. It's Mike's homeland. It is, of course, Saratoga Springs. (laughs) Uh, The New York state flag flies there instead of Florida. There you go. All right. That was number five. We're on to number six. Let's go. The first Disney World Golf Classic was played in 1971 and was a team event. Which team won the first event? Was it Jack Nicholas and Dean Beg- Beeman? Oh, that, yeah, that. Sam Sneed and J.C. Sneed, Bob Mann and Lanny Watkins, Ben Crenshaw and Peter Jack. Was it Jackson? I didn't see it. 
it was quick. There's definitely one person on the stream who should have this answer. So Peter okay. Jacobson was the last I, one, and uh, it was not Peter Jackson, although he did create the great Lord of the Jake. Rings uh, movies for Correct. us. Correct. So, yeah. Hey, Which Joe, I got already had a discussion in Patreon recently. <laughs> um, there's a lot of words. I need more time. Can we put that as a note for this, Justin? Thanks. 100%. Um, who won it? Well, the great, the Golden Bear, the great Jack Nicholas and Dean Beeman won the first Walt Disney World Golf Classic. It was played as a team event for the first, I don't say five or six years, and it became an individual event. So, uh, but those are all, all of those people that were listed were all uh, previous champions. They just I listed them in order. So, oh, there you go. Uh, what course was that played on? That was on the Palm and Magnolia course. And then Palm eventually they also moved it to Lake Buena Vista. So, even where we played, Dave, they played yep. a PG event there one time. So. When we went and found like the marker that says you're way off course. Yeah, it's, it's also the one you and uh, Justin were making uh, sand angels in the Santa Trap. So this is true. I deny all knowledge of that. <laughs> <laughs> that would never happen, particularly while I worked for the company. Uh, moving on. <laughs> uh, what is the name of the club level at Disney's Polynesian Village Resort? Oh goodness, I got to pronounce things. Is it Captain Cook's club level? Is it King? Kamamhani uh, uh, club level? Is it Club Tafiti or Polynesian Village club level? Um, I'm going to let you pronounce the answer. It's the King Kamehameha club level. I just love King Kamehameha. That. If you go to, if King, you go to Hawaii, Kamehameha, a lot of history. Really cool. Do you have like a brief history of it? I mean, just it's, I think uh, Hawaii was one of the, is the only royal palace to be found in the United States, and that they believe he was one of the people that was resided there. I think years ago, I believe. So okay, but they named it after after him. Just think it's a cool name. I'm a resort guy, so we uh, we time. were actually just at Joe. We were just at this when we were at Alani. Uh, so we just went to the we d uh, did the tour and and went over there and checked it out. So very very yeah. cool. Uh, really palace. Cool. Yep. It sounds like you've got a stutter when you say it. King King Kamehameha. Yep. Got it. All right. I'll work on that. Next question. <laughs> Who was the original sponsor of Mission to Mars? Was it Monsanto, Goodyear, Delta, or McDonnell Douglas? I got those correct. Yeah. Yes. Hope your answer was locked in quick. It was, this is too quick. I need 15 seconds. Um, the answer was... McDonald Douglas? Douglas, that's correct. Yes. Two awesome. more. All right, two questions left. Question number nine in this round. Disney's MGM Studios opened in 1988. What was the first production filmed at the studio? I know this one. Is it Ernest Saves Christmas, The Lottery, WCW, Monday Nitro Wrestling, or Who Framed Roger Rabbit? What was the first one filmed? This is about my third favorite movie for a season. Uh, and it's just one of those movies that I have an iconic memory of watching as a kid. It is Ernest Saves Christmas. Was the answer everybody to everybody thinks it's the lottery with Bette Midler, but it's technically not. Ernest Saves Christmas was there before it actually opened to the public. So. There you go. It was filmed like while they were still building it. Building it. Um, yeah, no, I just love the bit at the end where Ernest is like, can't remember the la name of the last reindeer. And he goes, oh yeah, and Blitzen and takes off. That's, yep, things that live rent free in my head. Uh, also, Ernest 
is the voice of Slinky, the original voice of Slinky Dog. There you go. All right, uh, we got one question left in this round, and that question is: What major TV sitcom did not have an episode filmed at Walt Disney World? Was it Full House? Boy Meets World, Home Improvement, or Family Matters, the one that didn't film an episode. Lock it in. And the answer is? It's C, Home Improvement. Try to trick everybody with that one because Tim Allen had a lot of stuff with the Disney uh, you know, company. But yeah, Home Improvement never filmed an episode at Walt Disney World. I don't know about our Patreon family, but every time the Full House episode is on, I, I can't not watch it. It's my favorite episode of all time. So. I have well, a friend who lives and breathes for the Boy Meets World episode. Like, it is her happy place. No, who doesn't love that Corey Tabanga? Nodding over there, yeah. yeah. This is really fun. I love having all these interactive people while we do an episode. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to jump in, Dave, because I'm going to give you an update yeah. on the leaderboard. Uh, actually, that question, question 10, is who you guys did the best on that one. 25 people out of 29 got that one correct. So absolutely nailed it there with uh <laughs> So with you're saying our Patreon family know their 90s sitcoms. I'm going to say most of us all watch 90s sitcoms. Yes, okay. Uh also let me get you caught up because coming in at first is the great Rick Reagan with the McCammons coming in at second, David Killian at third, Castano's at fourth and Chris and Andrew coming in at fifth, but it is early in the round and I will tell you this, the highest climber so far moving up really quickly. If you're on that leaderboard, be careful. It's Kat. She's up five places over the last couple questions. So be careful because she is making her run down the home stretch. Uh, so here we go. Yeah, go ahead, Dave. Here's the, thing to, here's the thing to remember is that it's not only getting it right, it's getting it right quick. So if you know the answer, I'm reading the question. Ignore me. Start locking in that answer. All right. So that's the that's the way to get ahead in this game. I feel like Kat has just really harnessed this, okay? Don't worry, there's music coming up in a few moments. You'll do great. Um, <laughs> all right. So with that, we are moving on to round number two. The great Dan. Dan Rossi. And Dan Rossi said... What's going on? <laughs> I don't want to do Disney trivia exclusively. I would like to do Christmas movie trivia. Um, for those listening right now that are not present, I need to let you know that Dan is currently wearing an elf outfit, a la Will I, have, I have a teddy bear, too, on my back. See? My teddy bear? Uh, yes, you do. It looks very elf of the movie. <laughs> um, very reminiscent of that. So, uh, And he's also sporting his DDP cap rather than a Christmas hat. So, <laughs> love it. Um, all right, so, um, Dan, you're a Christmas movie fan? Oh, yeah. I mean, and again, it's 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 Christmas movie time. Once, once we hit that Thanksgiving week, I think when we were in North Carolina last week, we probably watched a Christmas movie every, every night. Just kind of gets you in the spirit. There's so many good movies out there. So I tried to mix it up a little, but I definitely had some of my favorites in there. So uh, we'll. So I, I don't think they're too hard, but I hopefully they're at least a little hard so people at least struggle a little bit. Without giving anything away, Dan, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Perfect. Um, that's an that's an opinion thing. There is no correct answer. There is a correct right. answer to this. 
Uh-oh. What is the best version of a Christmas carol? It was discussed earlier today in the last couple of days on the page. The answer is a Muppet it's... Christmas Carol. <laughs> All right. What's, all right here, here, I will not be cor- taking that questions is correct, Dave. at this That is time. correct, Dave. But what's the best version without Muppets in it? And that is the Albert Finney version, and there is no other answer. Thank you. We can move on. Okay, I just want to put that I don't know. I've just stop at Muppets. <laughs> All right. uh, so let's jump into it. Let's do some Christmas movie trivia. Round number two. Here we go. In the movie Elf, when Buddy runs away, what does he apologize for in the note that he leaves the family? Is it cramming 11 cookies into the VCR, cramming spaghetti into the VCR, pouring syrup in the radiator, or knocking over the Christmas tree? Now, I know that he knocks over the Christmas tree because that scene is hilarious. <laughs> That's when that. he goes to put the star up there, right? <laughs> but I love that that scene is focused on the boy and it all <laughs> happens in the background. That's yes. the best part of it. I, I, um, I think it was, that was just on like the other day and it was like a running 24-hour loop of it too, which it. was great. Uh, Dan, <laughs> the answer is? Uh, ruining their lives and cramming 11 cookies in the VCR. Yes. Because <laughs> if you don't know what a VCR does, that would, ex- <laughs> that's, would be your option. <laughs> All right. Question number two. How many lights were on the Griswold house in Christmas vacation? Uh, vacation. Is it 20,000 lights, 25,000 lights, 30,000 lights, or 35,000 lights? Just literally finished watching this movie. Um, Dan the answer is 25,000 lights what's what's the quote there he says 25,000 I can't remember aren't they like Uh, 25,000 lights from like imported from Italy or something there it is that's what I was trying to think of Uh, yes gotta love it alright we're moving on question number three how many characters does Tom Hanks play in the movie Polar Express? Uh, is it three, four, five, or six? If you're listening, shout out the answer in your car. You don't look weird. Lock in your answer. And th- there's a lot. He plays... Is it, is it five? I'm Can not I give sure the answer now? Yes. He plays five, and then, now this five. one is this one's this one's kind of up for debate uh, because I think there's a Scrooge character that that he technically plays, but it's just a it's a puppet in the movie that is being portrayed by the hobo. So he plays he plays the little boy, the little boy's father. He plays the conductor. Uh, he plays the hobo, and then he plays the big man himself. Got it. That's that's a very demanding. List of yes. characters in one movie. I thought I thought I read somewhere too that he, uh, they wanted him. I think Robert Zemeckis, who directed it, wanted him to play every character. But as they were trying to go along the movie, uh, it was just it was too much. It was too exhausting for Tom Hanks to do. So they peeled it back a little bit. I mean, if ever you need somebody to replace him, his brother is always there to help with voiceover work. So if you've ever walked into Toy Story Land, it's not Tom. His brother has carved out a job for himself doing extra voiceover work to replace his brother who has a very busy schedule (laughs) and probably has a lower pay rate. 
There you go. All right. Uh, <laughs> next question. Uh, what book does Angel Clarence have with him when he comes to help George in It's a Wonderful Life? What book is it? Is it The Great Gatsby, A Christmas Carol, The Adventures of Tom Sawyer, or Great Expectations? This is Dan's favorite movie. What book is he carrying when he comes to help George? And the answer it, is... It's The Adventures of Tom Sawyer. And then at the end of the movie, he also gives him that book uh, oh. when he earns his wings. Got it. I've seen that movie. It's not a perennial favorite, but I've definitely seen it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next up, let's go. The house from Home Alone is located in a suburb of Chicago. In what town can you see that house? Is it Northbrook, Winnetka, Evanston, or Wilmot? Did I pronounce those suburbs correctly? Wilmet is the last one. <laughs> Wilmet. You got to get a, uh, on it. Wilmet. This one. This one was kind of not fair if you if you don't live in the Chicago area. But you live in Chicago. But you know what? I just just thought I'd throw something in there to, you know, hey, to throw I, a little. We, yeah. This is every round of trivia. We need like a question that like, how do you say this politely? I grew up on a farm. <laughs> it sorts the wheat from the chaff. If you yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying. What does that mean, Dave? What does that mean? <laughs> There were some people that nodded, so I don't feel I need to explain myself <laughs> right, to you. All right. All right. The, the house is located in Winnetka, Illinois. So when we've the, actually gone to visit it a couple of times, like when the boys played hockey up that way, especially at Christmas time, because, again, it's just kind of a it's a cool place to go. They, they decorate it pretty well, too. So people are always uh, I mean, going up there, especially at this yeah. time of year. Uh, I would like to know what Mr. McAllister did for a living to a <laughs> house like that. And to fly his entire family and extended family to France. Well, you know, Dave, he, was, he was in The Sopranos, too. Also that. <laughs> Mike, so I'm trying I to... There's your answer. Mike, I'm trying to find that meme. There's a meme that's running out there. It's like, this is how he afforded to do this. And he's with Tony Soprano. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. We'll post that in the patron group later. All right, moving on. Next question. What state did A Christmas Story take place in? Is it Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, or Michigan? I mean, it's iconically Midwest, and you picked four Midwest. <laughs> Don't they all touch each other, basically? Well, right. yep, and this is, this is a little bit of a trick question, because oh. the, the actual house is located in Ohio. But the movie... The Yes, the movie actually takes place in it's it's called Home in Indiana. I think it's supposed to be a a throwback to I don't know if it was the director's uh, fictional town uh, that was kind of similar to Hammond, Indiana, which is just outside of Chicago. So it's the answer is Indiana. Indiana. Hoosiers. That's a thing. The Hoosiers. Indiana, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Stuff. That's a sporting reference. Look at me go. All right. Moving on. Next question. What is the best-selling Christmas movie of all time? Is it Home Alone, The Grinch, Elf, or Christmas Vacation? Wow. There's some good movies there. The 
top grossing movie? Was that the question? Yep. That... Uh-huh. Correct. Okay, so top grossing, and is it adjusted for inflation? Mm. Never mind. Let's jump no. into it. What is, the, what is the answer? The answer is The Grinch, which is surprising. I, I did not expect that, but yep, it is The Grinch. Uh, Jim Carrey's Grinch? Uh, it's from 2018. That no, was no, that was not Jim Carrey. Animated Grinch. The animated out. version. The oh. DreamWorks version of The Grinch. Really? Fantastic movie, by the way. If no one's ever seen it, it's, it's really, really good. I would not have picked Streaming that Streaming now to that on uh, HBO Max, if you would like to check it out. All right. <laughs> wow. We should get a promo for that, Lair. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> Let's go. Number eight. What toy does Howard struggle to buy his son in Jingle All The Way? Is it a remote control car, a video game, a talking robot, or an action figure? What is the toy? And we went with Jingle All The Way? <laughs> what That's an saying? awesome movie. Great <laughs> awesome movie. movie. Dan, so proud of you oh. for putting this on here because it is a, a very underrated movie. You get extra Heck points yeah. if you know what the name of the toy was. Oh, I love it. Oh, hold on. Rick's jumping in with extra trivia. Extra trivia. <laughs> we don't have the toy. What is the name of the toy? Turbo it Man. was Turbo Man. Turbo Man. It was an action, it was an action figure. Okay. I love that Dan also knew that. Respect, Rick. <laughs> Rick coming out of the woodwork with the answer there. That may be one of my top three Arnold movies of all time is is this movie. It's fantastic. So, so good. Go watch Jingle also, All the Way. Can we address the fact that Rick is once again at work I love it. on the property location of his workplace? It makes me workplace. so happy. I don't and that his coworkers are playing along. <laughs> love it. I can't, I can't quite friend. see his coworkers' name tag, but I bet he's the brains in this operation. Dude, they're literally... <laughs> He's the brains. They're literally keeping the lights on right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. keeping the lights on <laughs> oh, at Wilderness dude. Lodge. I love it. <laughs> All right, let's go. In the Santa Claus 2, what is the name of the reindeer in training? Is it Chaz, Frank, Chet, or Duff? Chaz, Frank, Chet, or Duff. What is the name of the reindeer in training? I like short questions like that. Um, the Nailway family just like did a high five above their head. Like they are super confident on this. <laughs> they had that locked in and ready. Uh, Dan, the answer is? The answer is Chet. Was it the Chad? No, that's the different movie. No. Okay. Don't know if anybody got that reference. Next up. Final question? Question mark? Yeah, number 10. In the movie Elf, Buddy congratulates a restaurant of having the world's best what? Is it pastrami, pizza, chocolate chip cookie, or a cup of coffee? I know this one. <laughs> uh, you did it! Congratulations! <laughs> <laughs> Just the passion with which he says that. The answer is cup of coffee. Am I correct? Yes, you Very are. 100%. Um, what a fun question. I love that. Uh, fun story for you. I think I've told this before, but I don't know if it was on a Patreon episode or not. I once got in trouble 
from the captain of a cruise ship by answering my office phone with buddy the elf what's your favorite color <laughs> and i was like yes captain yep i'm headed to the i'm sorry <laughs> i'm gonna jump in dave and give you an update yes end of round two uh so here we coming in in fifth place chris and andrea are coming in there uh then my, the henderson family making a run uh michael henderson there and then the Demkeys are in third. The great Rick Reagan is in second. And our Canadian friends, the McCammons, are in first. So here we go. Oh, all right. Wait, McCams are in first? Yeah. Oh. Bridget, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm going to drive to the other side of town and check on you guys. I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried. <laughs> I think I threw everyone off by throwing some Christmas trivia in there. Uh, apparently, they weren't ready for that. Yeah. Um, so I love what's happening on my screen right now. I yeah. hope everybody gets that same image. Can we all just talk we about how pleased I was with myself it, uh, when I was building trivia yesterday that I included all of these uh, GIFs, GIFs, whatever they are. GIFs. Um, GIFs. And, uh, and I thought it was very appropriate. I, I enjoyed I it. I am For those super of you impressed. Listening, like, you can, we, of course, we can't continue see. to go from strength to strength with Thank you. I, I keep building on, on what I have. But when you start in the basement, it's easy to build. So here we go. Hey, Dave, <laughs> hey, I'm going to step in before this next round because this next yeah. round is something we're really proud of. For those of you who weren't on our last trivia, it was our first trivia we've done like this. And this was something that's taken us a long time to get done, and that is being able to incorporate live music into a live trivia contest. I know it may sound like it's easy to do. Guess what? It is not. So this takes a lot of timing, a lot of fun. And uh, Dave, I am excited because next up is, of course, round three by you. That's right. Um, now, I did some Disney trivia last round. We've done some Disney music trivia previously with music. And so I decided to take a little bit of a different approach with this one today. Uh, you will get slightly longer to answer the question. You're going to get 20 seconds to lock in your answer on this round because you need to hear it and we just want to make sure that everything goes smoothly. I have called this round Beyond the Disney song because you're not actually, I think, hold on. There are two out of these 10 songs that actually play in a Disney movie. Uh, you'll be asked something relevant to that song, the artist, the movie, connect the dots. It will all make sense. So with that in mind, let's jump into the third round which is beyond the Disney song let's do this question number one is Matthew Wilder who wrote this song also wrote the music to which animated Disney movie uh, is it Pocahontas Mulan Tangled or Frozen is one of my favorites. I've talked about it on the show before. You should know the answer. It is locked in. The answer is Mulan. The answer is Mulan. Uh, also, the deep cut on this is that my favorite part of it is that the uh, second, uh, sorry, the first line in the song says, last night I had the strangest dream, I sailed away to China. Right? 
Yeah. See? And I can see some people singing the whole song from the beginning. It's all good. Uh, maybe it's just because of where I'm looking and McCams is like literally right above it. I keep calling them out. It's okay. Uh, let's go with number two. The singer of this song provided, oh, hold on a second. The voice of what Disney character? So was it Jasmine, Elwani, Penelope Von Schweetz, or Rapunzel? The answer, sorry, I got carried away. My technology did something weird. Um, it is Mandy Moore, and she is, of course, the voice of Rapunzel. Give me I, two seconds. Yeah, take your time because I got to I got to shout out a couple because Sarah Castano is like breaking it down in her video. Like she, Mandy Moore kicked in and she just was absolutely like the. I'm telling you, I know you guys are playing trivia, but I get to just sit back and watch, run the trivia and watch people and their Zoom videos. And this round is the best because I get to watch people just <laughs> literally break into like dancing and singing and doing all that fun stuff. So Dave, that's the uh, that's the most fun. That's the dream. Stand by two seconds. My music got out of order for some reason. We're all good. We're all good. Take your time. Uh, I'll give you an update um, on, on who we got. So yeah, I will please. tell you this. I will tell you this. Kat was waiting for this round. She is. So here's the thing. I'm from Kentucky. They're from Kentucky. I, I, there is one person on this planet who knows uh, my uh, knows kind of when I steal things. So I listen to a radio show called KSR, Dougie Sports Radio. And sometimes they'll do a topic, and all of a sudden I'll be like, that's a great topic for Patreon. And so I'll steal it, and I know that Eric is like, I, he stole that. 100% he stole that. And so, <laughs> like, they know. But just like horse racing in Kentucky, you don't turn them loose until the backstretch. Cat is now in third. Rick is in second, and the McCammons are still in first. Well, uh, this Henderson's isn't even the backstretch. This is rounding the turn. Yeah, yeah. So with exactly. that in mind. Let's do this. I am ready for question number three. Go. The lead singer of this band sang the main song for which animated Disney movie. The options were Meet the Robinsons, Tarzan, Atlantis, The Lost Empire, or Inside Out. I saw some people lock it in real fast, like super fast, like concerningly fast. Uh, that is, of course, Rob Thomas singing from the band Matchbox 20, and he sang... It wasn't even a title song per se. Uh, that's why I referred to it as the main song, but it is... Um, these Little Wonders? Yes, thank you. Uh, took me a second, and Little Wonders is from Meet the Robinsons. All right. Question number four. Name the song that this performer, that is performed by this artist in the movie Zootopia. Is it Lost in the Woods, Try Everything, 
future has arrived or two worlds. A nice easy one. So name is Sol. And the song is Try Everything. Nice easy one. Um, Sarah, I need I can't do this to him to put him out of his misery. There is nothing for him to like fret about except the fact that two worlds just got a mention. Okay, that's the closest we come to it. Breathe easy. If you understand the joke that's going on, it's fine. John, you're doing great. All right. <laughs> I'm getting sent messages on my screens. It's amazing. I love this place. All right. Question number five. The, uh, this artist released the pop charts single version of which iconic Disney song? You have to know who this is singing. And then what did she sing? Did she sing Show Yourself, When Will My Life Begin, Almost There, or Let It Go? So if the last question was really easy, this was a little bit more difficult because you had to connect a couple of dots. Uh, that singing right there is Demi Lovato. And she released the pop chart version of Let It Go. All right. She released that. And then everybody howled down about how Adina's version was the original and <coughs> better. Um, and then when suddenly we got Adina on our radios as well. But the original idea of it was that the pop chart version that would play on the radio was going to be Demi's. There you go. All right, don't worry, she's still got paid. It's fine. Um, question number six. This song was used in which animated movie? Is it Cars? Cars 2? Cars 3? Or Wreck-It Ralph? Shut Up and Drive. Um, there was a trick in that question because I asked for three Cars movies. It's called Shut Up and Drive and it wasn't used in any of them. It was used in Wreck-It Ralph. Uh, it is the scene where Vanellope is teaching Ralph to drive while they're in the volcano. Uh, and that is the song that underscores it while they're doing that. So, um, my other fun thing about that is I once played that song in Disney World. Somebody complained that I was playing a song that told people to shut up because people like to complain. And I was like, it's off a Disney movie. You know, it's Drive. <laughs> like, like, I'm sorry that you were offended. Anyway, next question. This artist provided the music soundtrack to which animated Disney movie? Was it Oliver and Company, Brother Bear, Lilo's and Stitch, or Fantasia 2000? This artist provided the music and the voice for a character in which movie? 
It's one of my favourite movies. If this comes up as an option in a list, it's probably the answer, if I'm asking the question. Uh, it's completely underrated, and it is the beginning of when Disney movies started to come good in the late 80s, because it happened before Little Mermaid. Don't get me wrong, I love me some Little Mermaid, but just saying. Uh, the answer is Oliver and Company. It is Billy Joel. Uh, the voice of Dodger in that movie. All right. I've got three questions left. Oh, this is a fun one. Let's go. Straight No Chaser featured the voice of which Disney character in this modern Christmas carol? Your options are Mirabelle, Tinkerbell, Anna or Asha? Asha? Asha. Alright. If you have not heard it yet, the song is called Text Me Merry Christmas. I think it actually came out last Christmas, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it is Straight No Chaser, who are amazing. And if you haven't heard their 12 Days of Christmas, you're doing something wrong, YouTube it. Uh, but they partnered with Kristen Bell, the voice of Anna. All right. I got two questions left in this round. Uh, I think that's my cue point there. Um, question number nine. What band performed this song found in the soundtrack for the movie Big Hero 6? Is it The All-American Rejects, Fall Out Boy, Panic at the Disco, or My Chemical Romance? Big Hero 6, great movie. Um, completely underrated. Um, Alan Tudyk plays the voice of the potential villain. Anyway, also, he's in the movie Wish. I'm so excited. He has a main role. Where's Cat? I see you. I got you. Um, the song is Immortals. It is by Fallout Boy. All right. One last question. Please stand by. Yes, making sure I had the right cue point. All right, the singer of this song provided the voice of which animated Disney character? Is it Little John, Amos Slade, Radigan, or Sheer apply. As time goes by. Oh, we got some people celebrating that they were happy with that. They got the right answer. Uh, we went old school with this. Um, I was hoping Vincent Price, as an option being thrown in there, might throw some people off, thinking he might have done something like that. It was George Sanders, uh, a well-known actor in his day, and he was the talking voice of Shere Khan. You only get to hear him sing for a short moment right at the very end of um, We're Your Friends uh, by the Vultures. 
um, where he sings, that's what friends are for. And so, but yeah, the singing voice, uh, well, the voice of Shere Khan the Tiger provided by Sheik, by George Sanders. I'm going to jump in really quickly and give you an update after that round. So coming in at fifth place is the Henderson family, the great Rick Reagan falling a little bit. He's in fourth. Jessica Dimke in third. And Kat, that was her round. She was ready. She's up to second place, just a little behind our friendly Canadian friends up north, the McCammons, who are just holding steady there in first place. Really quickly, where was Kat at the end of the last round? Kat, Kat moved up about... 10, 12 places so far in that round. So that was a okay. uh, solid round. So for Kat. we give, uh, she says she was six. sixth. Yeah, there you go. Or you moved sixth? Or you were sixth? Got it. Which means you jumped four spots in that's one round. That's pretty solid. Okay. That's a, that's a big jump. And here, and I just wanted to point it out because we give Cat grief about like being amazing at this, rocking out. Okay, I love that meme, that gif. Um, I'm getting better every round, man. Every round's every gonna round. get better. I love it. Um, we give Cat grief about this, but like that was her round. She jumped four spots right there. So uh, she knows her music. There's a reason. Uh, she is my phone a friend whenever I have questions, and we love and appreciate you. Thank you, Cat. If you have not tuned in for her uh, news updates coming from Cat. Uh, you should always be looking out for them on our channel so that you can keep up to date with some fun stuff going on. For those of you who can't see it, Justin has a cat that is scratching on a... It's DJ Sir Whiskerson. <laughs> see? Ah, listen at him go. Throw it down. I love it. Uh, <laughs> that's where everybody goes, oh, is this how you do it? And I'm like... Well, yes, but no. <laughs> All right, let's jump into round four. Brought to you by Justin. Woohoo! Now, Justin is a big Disney history fan, and he is bringing some Disney history to you in this round. Let's do question number one. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves won how many Oscars? Was it three, five, seven, or eight? Ooh, there are some people not quite as confidently clicking buttons on that round. <laughs> Jenna, you looked very stressed right there. <laughs> it's like, I don't know the, I guessed. Uh, the answer, Justin. The answer is eight. This, uh, this film went on to really save the Disney company. Uh, all of their funds were put into this film. Everyone said it would be a, a uh, Riley just texted me, really Disney history. Um, it would be an absolute failure. And it went on to really catapult them into success. So uh, I love awesome, that your awesome daughter just judged you Oscars. in the middle of an episode. She did. She texted me. She's like, this is, what are you doing? Disney history? She's like, I was doing great with, uh, you know, Christmas and music, but now you got to do Disney right. history. Well, get up here and read some books, kid. There's a whole bookshelf <laughs> full of Disney history books up here. Wow. Yeah. Parenting lessons right here at DDP today. We're going on with question number two. A new campus for Di- Walt Disney Animation Studios was opened in Burbank in what year? Was it 1937, 38, 39, or 40? The new animation studio in Burbank opened in what year? All right. 
So let's let's hold on for a second, because Snow White and the Seven Dwarves didn't come out until December of thirty-seven, Correct. which means it's unlikely to be thirty-seven. I actually don't know the answer to this. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm just talking myself through it. So, uh, so I put. Let me tell you this. I put these two questions directly side by side because one has a direct correlation with the other. Right. So did it open in 38 immediately, or was it not until 39? The question, the answer is 1940. Uh, the Walt oh. Disney Brothers had never had an influx of money like this before. And after seeing the influx of money, of course, what did Walt do? He said, I'm going to put it all back into the company. And so he put entirely pushed all his chips in the middle and decided that a brand new animation studio was the way to go. And now they had the space to create not just one film at a time, but they could work on multiple, uh, multiple pictures at a time. And they did, which probably brings us to our next question. Disney joined the Red Cross in... Oh, so Walt Disney joined the Red Cross in 1916 and drove an ambulance in what country? Is it France, Spain, England, or Germany? It's one of the net coming up questions we've got about other movies from that time period. Uh, but we needed to know this one, which was where did he drive an ambulance? He was actually deployed uh, sh at basically as the war wrapped up and he drove during the transition out of war that Europe was experiencing. I know the answer because he drove in France. He 100%. Said it was one of his yep, not just that. He also forged his uh, birth certificate to be able to go over and drive that ambulance. Well, he was going to miss out and his brother was already over there, so... There you go. All right, let's jump in to question number four. Which was not a full-length movie produced by Disney from 1940 to 1942? Not a movie from that time period. Pinocchio, Fantasia, Dumbo, or Cinderella? Pinocchio, Fantasia, Dumbo, or Cinderella, which was not produced between 1940 and 1942? Justin? Well, the answer would be Cinderella. I was going to say that was just a few years later. It was 40... 1950 was the release of Cinderella. 50? I thought it was 49. I quite a bit. Yep. Yeah, so quite a bit past right. these, uh, they go on to create Cinderella. There you go. Oh, of course, because Cinderella gave him the funds to then by 1955 do Disneyland. Connect mm -hmm. the dots. There you go. All right. Next up. Before pursuing animation, Roy Disney almost convinced Walt to sell this item door-to-door. -door. Was it insurance, encyclopedias, vacuums, or assorted brushes? Yes, I intentionally pronounced it cyclopedia for those people who watch How I Met Your Mother. There's a deep cut reference in there. That's a great reference. Did somebody get things? Good. Encyclopedia. 16 people got this right. Their correct answer is vacuums. Uh, Roy sold vacuums, vacuums door to door uh, as Walt wanted to go into animation. Um, and he tried to convince Walt. Walt was really on the verge. He wanted to uh, take his brother up on it, but he just couldn't give his dream up, luckily. And so he went on to go into the animation field and Roy would go with him. But here's the funny part. These were the, I know everybody laughs at assorted brushes. These were the top four things sold in the 1940s uh, or 1930s. Door-to-door uh, -door were insurance, encyclopedias, door -door. vacuums, and assorted brushes. All right. 
There was no multi-level marketing. Can you imagine someone there. coming to your door and saying, "Hey, I've have some assorted brushes here." I There's brushes I said for to your my hair. Wife yesterday, there's brushes I need for the couch, some assorted brushes, brushes for the Yeah, like I I don't know what that means. Uh <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. That's a thing. Good. Moving on. Number six, after Walt quit polo, he decided to start playing golf. He found the sport stressful and quit to play this instead. Did he play badminton, lawn bowling, tennis, or snooker? Badminton, lawn bowling, tennis, or snooker. Have you ever played lawn bowling? It is like a skill. I've never played that. It's a a thing. Um... Uh, before we get an answer, Joe, can you unmute? Um, opinions on Walt Disney finding golf stressful. You're not unmuted. You're not unmuted, You're not buddy. Unmuted. On the nope. Still nope. Not. You still got to unmute. On the there laptop. we go. You hit that little button right there. There, there you go. I got two mutes. I got the you know the sure mute. Yeah. This one. Um, I'm still frustrated by golf every day. I don't even know why I'm. <laughs> pay to play all the time. Ben, you guys will also be playing. Ben see me play, so I don't fault the man for that. Uh. All right. Okay. I just thought I'd get some feedback from our resident golfer. Okay. Uh, Justin, the answer? Correct answer is lawn bowling. He actually took it pretty seriously and had a lot of his friends and neighbors and everything over on the weekends. Um, also, he could be home with the kids, so play lawn bowling there. If you don't estate. know what it is, look it up. It's kind of interesting, and it's really technical. Uh, the balls are weighted differently on two sides. It's like so disc golf, but turn. rolling it instead of throwing it, pretty much. Well, yeah, it's kind of jacks, but then you've got to roll it right. and you've got to get it closer to that main point. But the ball is weighted in a weird way. So it is actually quite a skill. All right. Moving on. <laughs> I will tell I you this. About? We do have a new leader in the in the in the clubhouse. And that Uh-oh. is Michael Henderson's up to up to first place. Over twenty thousand points. So here we go. Boom. Number seven, Walt Disney gave his housekeeper Disney stock for Christmas. When she died in 1994, how much was the stock worth? Was it 2.5 million, 3.5 million, 4.5 million, or 5.5 million? Was this before a split or after a split? Um, in 1994? <laughs> I, I know it's it split a bunch of times. It would split a couple of times in that even by then i will tell you this the answer is 4.5 million she put it to the side and never looked at it and actually all 4.5 million was were donated um to different children's charities uh after her death so uh she lived a she lived a very um uh modest lifestyle and didn't realize kind of what she had at the time so this uh this was definitely a good christmas gift back in the day yeah all right let's go Question number eight. In 1938, Walt Disney's mother, Flora, tragically passed away in her home. What was Flora's cause of death? Was it a house fire, cancer, carbon monoxide poisoning, or pneumonia? Figured this would be a nice easy one, Dave, but actually only 13 people got this one right. Carbon monoxide poisoning, this would go to be one of Walt's... Uh, most tragic moments in his life because he was very proud that he could build his parents a home. They came from home beginnings and they move in 
and there was a problem with the radiator. He sent some people from the studio over to look at it. They didn't fix it, and later uh, she would die. His dad was be, was drug out of the house and, and survived, but she would pass away from carbon monoxide poisoning from the radiator. Um, there is a YouTuber that I watch. His name is Simon Whistler, and he is passionate about carbon monoxide poisoning and how important it is to be aware of. We have a bunch of things in our house, like, because we have all gas, so we're like, we have a bunch of, yeah, the plug-in in the walls Well, if I'm not mistaken, like, your modern smoke alarms also, some of them detect that? Some of them, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. If you have to buy, you have to buy the high end. If only we had a fire chief, (laughs) like, on our staff to tell us about that. Dan Rossi? (laughs) Unmute for a second. And on the so, screen. So, so, so most of your, so most of your fire, you know, your fire alarms now, your smoke detectors are going to have carbon monoxide detectors. You should have a couple in your house. Like, don't put it, don't put one in your kitchen because you're going to produce carbon monoxide when you're cooking, especially if you're cooking all day. So you don't need the alarm to go off, you know, at that. But I would put it like near your bedrooms, you know, in really? the basement, stuff like that. Mine's yes, on an because you cord hanging over my stove. Yeah, yeah you're doing that's great. A, yeah, All right. Yeah. Well, then right. that's probably going to go off then. <laughs> See, look at this. Things we have learned. Joe, did you have something? And I was just saying, and change your batteries. We just turned back the clocks. <laughs> Always change your batteries during time change, right, Dan? <laughs> so my local absolutely, absolutely. If you had local PSA on carbon monoxide poisoning on your bingo card for tonight's trivia, then you win. Congratulations. <laughs> Things you did not think you would learn. Uh, also, the smoke alarms going off has a Phil Dumphy reference for whoever I was chatting with. Was that Nowway? I think it was Nowway. Anyway. All right. Let's jump in. Uh, Disney owned the rights to Technicolor, which made him the only one able to make color animated films for how many years? Was it one, two, three, or four? How many years could Walt Disney use Technicolor exclusively with no other companies able to use it? Your time is up. And the answer is... Two years. This was a huge advantage for Walt Disney in those two years to where they could be the only ones that could produce content uh, that were using Technicolor. So massive, massive advantage for him to create that and be able to use it. And can you tell me the first short? Only one person. Only one. I don't know who. Only one. Congratulations to you. Uh, can anybody tell me the first short that featured it? Oh, never mind. We're moving on. There was a minor planet named after Walt Disney. What is the name of the planet? This is question 10. Is it Walt 36, Pluto, Disney 4017, Disney, or Europa? It's a small planet. Europa's a moon of Jupiter, isn't it? You are correct. Like Europa right. is a moon. Uh, and the correct answer is Disney 4017 Disney is the uh, is the the minor planet that's out there that's named after Walt Disney. There you go. Oh, and for those playing at home, Flowers and Trees was the first short to feature Technicolor. Perfect. Let me Excellent. jump in. I'll give you your top five right now. Here we come. Coming in number five, Jessica Dimke. Number four, Cat. Number three, the notorious Rick Reagan. The McCammons have fallen. Our Canadian friends. They need to step it up. Uh, and of course, Michael Henderson in first, but it is extremely close with the top three. So I, uh, this is really, really fun. Michael Henderson hit some Disney trivia. Wow. There's some, there's some Disney history right there. 
Um, and for those of you who are watching, you get a Simpsons reference <laughs> on your screen. That's what you would get with me on a regular show, so why not throw it in right now? One of the great episodes. Love it. Yep. All right, we've got one round of trivia left. All right? It comes to us from the Godfather himself. It is Mike's round of trivia. And this one comes with a little bit of a special theme. We put it last because we didn't want too many kids here for it because they won't know the answers. <laughs> um, I also don't know many of these answers because I don't go drinking in Disney World. Uh, for those of you who do, let's go. Mike, are you ready for this? Oh, I'm ready. All right, let's do it. Jump into it. Round number five. Uh, for this round, pick the location in Disney World where you can enjoy one of these amazing adult bre beverages. Thank you for the How I Met Your Mother gif. Also, let me say Let's this. Cat uh, oh. said, yeah, you, you guys, hey, neither will Riley and Katie because they don't go to any bars either. So trust me, they're not going <laughs> to get one correct at all. So yeah, we're good. Uh, just randomly guess. Guess quick. You'll get lots of points if it's right. I will say, where can you we start, find the before, Pancho Margarita? Yep. Is it St. Angel Inn, Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar, La Cava, or Fonterra Cochina? You only had 10 seconds, and those 10 seconds went quick. Uh, Mike, where can we find that? That would be at the Hangar Bar, the first oh, place that Jock Dave Lindsay's. and I had a drink when Dave was actually a host. Yeah, there you go. Crazy. Uh, but there's one drink on here that is a non-alcoholic drink. Ooh, all right. We're going to move on to number two. Where can you find a Lapu Lapu? Is it Trader Sam's? Is it Spice Road Table, Tambu Lounge, or Kona Cafe? It is a vital part of my lost memories with the DDP. One of the first outings that I ever attended, we wound up with some Lapu Lapus in hand. It got a little out of hand. And I remember most of that night. And you've got to eat the pineapple with it. I was about you to do. say, the, la like, the last time I had one, Joe ate the entire pineapple, and that was at the Tambu Lounge. That's right. Wait. Skin and all. Time out. Skin and all. Hold on. No, 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 no. Wait, so let's sidetrack here. What do you mean you ate the outside of the pineapple? I didn't eat the outside, but I ate everything <laughs> up to the outside. Oh, so. okay. I thought you ate like the whole ride. I thought you no. were just at the end of the bar, just gnawing on the exterior of a pineapple. There was nothing left to that pineapple after that. I got my money's worth. Okay. Does anybody oh. eat the apple core when they eat an apple? No. Uh, Joe also. Joe will tell you this. When Joe came and visited me, what did you have in my hot tub? I had a pina colada in a uh, pineapple. So, there you that go. Was See, that's it was it fantastic. Thank house. you. Yeah, yeah. We we throw it down. Treat it like uh, a king. Also, also, that night that Dave, it was the first time I had ever really hung out with Dave, and the great Rick Reagan treated us to lapu lapus, he did. and we sat up there and I watched Dave hold court, and I remember telling Mike, if we ever need another host, we need to get that guy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's the guy right there. So yeah, Rick Reagan's really, really been at so most of our events. <laughs> I shouldn't have come. <laughs> exactly. It all went down from there. Yeah. So, it changed my all life. Right. Yep. All right, let's do it. Next question. Where can you find Schweitzer Falls? 
It's a drink. We're not talking about the... Uh, the options are La Cellier, Coral Reef, Skipper Canteen, or Trader Sam's. I realised I was about to give you a clue. Because Schweitzer Falls, I know that you can find while sailing on a jungle cruise. So I want to say Skipper Canteen. You are wrong. It is at Trader Sam's. Trader Sam's. It was going to be one of those two. So, all right. See, I would have guessed wrong. Because I don't drink in Disney World. (laughs) All right. Next question. Where can you find the chocolate raspberry martini? This sounds amazing. Is it Paradiso 37, Wine Wine Bar George, The Boathouse, or Planet Hollywood? Where can we find that drink? That would be The Boathouse, another place where all the DDP hosts had a fantastic dinner one night with Rick as well, too. (laughs) There's a common theme. (laughs) Uh... Good times had at Disney Springs. Uh, All right, moving on. Next question. Where can you find the Samantha Sterling? That looks fun. Is it the Edison, Viennapoli, Raglan Road, or Maria and Enzo's? Okay, three of these are owned by the same parent company that you just listed, three of your options. So, Mm -hmm. um, and the answer is? The Edison. The Edison. That's a lot of fun. I've I've visited there. I haven't had that drink, but it's a lot of fun. If you haven't stopped by, you should. All right. Next up. Where can you find the sweet tea old fashioned? Is it the boathouse, the pilot, the polite pig, Chef Art Smith's homecoming? Or Enzo's Hideaway. A sweet polite. tea old-fashioned. Polite pig? Polite pig. That, once again, not my guess. I'm not doing well on this round. I'm really glad <laughs> I'm not in charge of answering. Wait, but before we before we continue, who's got the... Uh, what, what are we doing with the leaderboard here, uh, Justin? What are we at? Who? Yep. So we're holding steady. Uh, well, actually, Michael Henderson's fallen to third. And second is the notorious R.I.C. Rick Reagan. Oh. And uh, the McCammons are in first now. Mm-hmm. Uh, our Canadian friends to the north, they have to drink to stay warm uh, so they understand where <laughs> most of these drinks are. Yeah. Yep. yeah. It is not a reflection on you at all, I promise. <laughs> all right. Let's do it. Question number seven. Where can we find a peanut butter brittle? Peanut brittle? Just a peanut brittle. Uh, Wolfgang Puck, Rainforest Cafe, City Works, or Chef Art Smith Homecoming? Peanut Brittle. Chef Art Smith Homecoming. I think my wife has had that drink at that location. Uh, if you haven't eaten at Chef Art Smith, do it. It's really good food. I have seen their mac and cheese change a child in full meltdown. It was my child. They were very hungry. They were ready to lose their mind. We were walking in and anybody who's a parent goes, oh, yep, it was that moment. And I, we were getting seated and I looked at the waitress and I went, I need mac and cheese as quick as you can. And a few minutes later, they appeared with this bowl of mac and cheese and Charlotte was like, ah! 
Done. It was perfect. It was amazing. Their mac and cheese is amazing. All right. Um, next question. Where can you find the flapjack old-fashioned? Is it Olivia's, Splitsville, City Works, or Planet Hollywood? The flapjack. I like an old-fashioned, so maybe I need to look into this. Uh, Mike? City Works. City Works. A flapjack. That didn't even come to mind. I thought maybe Olivia's because let of me, like the let whole me jump in because thing. Jessica Dempke loves the flapjack old fashioned. Why? Because she just jumped or three spots into number two, and what? she is within range and <laughs> striking distance of taking. First. Jessica, so, I want to assume that it's your go to drink that you're like. Nope, you just knew it. She said, "Nope, right. just guessing." All right, or just guessed. Guess Amazing. <laughs> See, guessing can help. All right. Let's go. Number nine. Where can you find Snow Leopard Salvation? Is it Sanaa, Nomad Lounge, T-Rex Cafe, or Dawa Bar? Mike, Mike, Mike. Nomad Lounge. Nomad Lounge. I didn't know that. <laughs> All right. I think I saw these answers, and I still don't remember what the answer is. So. There is one question left. One question left. Okay. And this is it. Michael Henderson has moved into second. He is within striking distance if he answers quickly to take take it over the uh, our Canadian friends up there. All right. Let's do it. One question stands between us and the end. Where is it? Where can you find the frozen old-fashioned doll Whip Orange? Is it Tambu Lounge, Polite Pig, Baseline Tap House, or Wine Bar George? The old, the frozen old-fashioned Dole Whip Orange. Did Michael Henderson answer quick enough? Love the gift of joy. Very excited for Inside He answered too. Wine Bar George. You would have been correct. Wine Bar George he needed. Well, let's and... jump into it because, uh, Dave, fantastic job hosting trivia um, let's get into crowning our champions this week, and let's see how it is. Let's see who's on the podium. It'll be coming up on your screens right now. Coming in third, Jessica Demke with 22,862 points. In second, Michael Henderson, 24,396 points. And in first, our friends to the north, our friendly Canadians, the McCammons. Fantastic yeah. job. Really, really, really well done. And that's what makes being a part of this patron family so much fun is that we do nights like this. We have trivia nights. Santa comes and visits, reads a uh, story for the kiddos, which you didn't hear on this episode, which been earlier on this Zoom. So much fun. But, Mike, there's something else we enjoy even more. Yeah, you know, whether we're doing a live show, whether we're doing, you know, watching our Facebook posts, you know, there's one thing that I love every week because you guys post some amazing pictures, whether it be Christmas pictures, whether it be some holiday pictures, whether it be just a nice family vacation. You guys post some amazing pictures on a DDP Facebook page and brings me to my favorite thing every week, and that would be Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. It's time for us to get our Picks of the Week. All right, guys, you know how much I love Picks of the Week. It's my favorite thing every week. So I'm going to go around the table and see. Uh, Dave, what's your Pick of the Week? Oh, I should know the answer to this. 
You should. Well, I'm when I come great. back to you. <laughs> nope, I got this. Okay. I'm just scrolling until I find what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about a Thanksgiving visit where Cami Dafu, Duffy. I hope I pronounce it correctly, uh, and the family stayed at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. Some great pics of them wearing some uh, masks and dressing in camouflage, being animals, and just joining in the fun. There are so many people that had an incredible Thanksgiving week uh, with some Disney celebrations, and as we head into the holidays, there's some fun celebrations happening, and this one just grabbed me. I used to work there at the lodge uh, and love it, and so they get my pick of the week. Very cool. Great pick. Joe, what's your pick of the week? So mine kind of uh, goes with tonight's uh, theme. We talked a little bit about uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And me personally, who just uh, hung some lights on the bushes and some trees outside, which I thought was really difficult. But Joel Johns uh, actually posted here. He goes, finished up my light display today. I have done some combinations of stripes in the past. I decided to try solid colors this year. Reminds me of the Osborne family lights. These pictures make Clark W. Griswold's display look like amateur hours so if you guys get a chance go to our facebook page and check this out because this is absolutely incredible like i said i hung four sets of lights on some bushes today and i was exhausted i can't even imagine how hard this was to do so joel john's awesome job made on the christmas lights so for that you get my pick of the week was there twenty five thousand lights i think there's more i'm actually going to hold this up for our our patron who's seen this it's it's crazy i'm sure they've seen it yeah i I, I asked him on that post, I said, can you tell me how many lights you used? And he said he used approximately 30,000 lights. So he had more, more than Clark than Griswold. Christmas vacation. More. <laughs> yeah. Well done, sir. Very cool. Uh, Dan, what's your pick of the week? All right. My pick of the week is going to go to the mayor. I didn't even, I didn't see him on here uh, before, but I, I finally see him on the screen now. Uh, it's going to be Derek Pitzer. He uh, posted a couple of days ago. We decorated our Disney tree last night. Here are all the new ornaments we bought on our last trip this summer. We decided that after this year, we might need another Disney tree. And I love it. Uh, We actually just started our own uh, Disney tree last year. And I mean, it's not a huge tree. And and we realized we didn't have enough Disney ornaments. So like we ordered a bunch last year. But even this year when we put the tree up, you know, I think still think it it needs more Disney ornaments. So I, I love having a Disney tree now. So that is definitely my pick of the week. Pretty cool. Great pick. Justin, what's your pick of the week? It's my turn. Here we go. Uh, this is so embarrassing because he's staring me right in the face. And this is going to be really awkward. It's going to the great Rick Reagan. He says rope dropping MK just to get breakfast sandwich shots. Starbucks on the way out priceless. Uh, he's with AJ and just having a blast, man. Looks so good. That's what it's all about. Creating those memories last a lifetime. Rick, love it, dude. Very cool. Great pick. And my pick of the week is going to go to Mike Mimic. And it's another uh, awesome Disney Thanksgiving uh, for another week. Got to meet up with some, some of his friends down there. And he posted some great pictures of being down in Disney for Thanksgiving. So, Mike, you have my pick of the week. Absolutely love it. Well, I'll tell you what, patron family, this is what it's all about. These are so much fun. We absolutely love doing these because... I, I can't think of a better evening to spend than doing trivia with you guys. And when we make these questions, sometimes we do them and, and we think, oh, you know, I hope they like them. I hope you have a good time. And we really like being able to do this with this new software. So if you're listening right now in your car and you want to be a part of the patron family, of course, you can click the link below and join us over there. But also, we are raising money for Basecamp. Uh, you can go to www.basecamp.org backslash DDP4BC. And we are here to help those kiddos in every way we can leading up to Marathon Weekend. I want to plug... Uh, are, of course, DDP sorcerers that are raising money actually for Basecamp right now and are training as we lead up to Marathon Weekend. Can't wait to see all of you down there 
really, really soon. And of course, all of our shows on YDF Media uh, Network uh, that are out there, go check all of them out. They are so incredible. Hometown Kingdom, of course, with John and Sarah. Uh, we've got Two Men and the Mouse over there. We've got uh, DDP News with Cat. We've got all kinds of great stuff. Go check it out. Absolutely love that. But this is what it's all about. It's family coming together around the holidays. I wanted to wait until Sunday. I want to wait till Sunday after Thanksgiving because we've all spent time with our immediate family. Tonight, we got to spend time with our extended family. And we got I to take two hours and just celebrate each other and celebrate this family and everything you guys do. And we appreciate you so much for that. You really are the best version of the Disney community because you do nothing but spread positivity and love. And we appreciate you for that. So as we close this up, I'm going to go around the table. I want to see everyone's closing words. I'm going to start with you, Mike. Uh, dude, this is uh, absolutely awesome. I love, love, love nights like this. Yeah, Justin. First and foremost, let me just say a thank you to you for putting in all the hard work. Uh, I don't, I don't know if our TDP uh, family realizes how much work it takes to put all of this, put, you know, do all the production for this, get all the stuff together. Um, it's you know, it's a labor of love, and I know Justin loves doing that. He definitely deserves a ton of props for getting that done. Dave too, getting all the music together. Um, you know, you guys did a fantastic job. I love doing this trivia stuff. I think the software works great. I love seeing our, our Patreon family. It's great seeing you guys. Hope everybody had a fantastic Thanksgiving and. Um, you know, it's, it's that holiday time and it's the time about being with family and uh, love being with you guys. So I uh, had a great night and I look forward to seeing you guys real soon. Absolutely love it. Joe? Now, Mike stole all my words. I want to say, you know, thank you to you guys, uh, Justin and Dave, for all the work we you guys were put into to make this possible for our Patreon family and for us. You know, coming up with the questions is easy, but all the behind the scenes stuff is crazy hard in the production and stuff. So I thank you guys for that. And uh, yeah, I'm just glad for, you know, thankful again for after this Thanksgiving holiday for all of you guys here in our Patreon family. Uh, it's just, it's awesome to be part of this community. I've said it so many times uh, over the years and I'm just glad to be back in the seat. Usually Justin, I say Patreon standby. You guys are on deck, but we're already here on Patreon. So it's yeah. looking forward to uh, the next episode. Patreon. Thank you for letting me say that every week. Uh, I do appreciate it. And uh, great show tonight, guys. It was a lot of fun and looking forward to our next time together. Good stuff. Love it. Dan. No, great show. Uh, again, Justin and Dave putting this together was awesome. Uh, it was nice to be able to to, to come up with some questions, uh, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm glad that I'm not expected to answer the questions because I'm terrible at trivia, uh, but I had a great time. It was great seeing everyone. Uh, hope everyone's in the holiday spirit now. I cannot wait for January. Uh, we're going to see a lot of our DDP family out there uh, for Marathon Weekend, and uh, good luck to everyone training out there. Uh, keep up the hard work, and let's uh, raise some money for base camp. Love it. Uh, the great Aussie Dave. Hey, um, I love this. I love this community. I love this group of people. I love our Patreon members so much. And I love when Justin comes up with an idea and says, let's do this. And I'm like, sure, let's do that. That's great. Here's what I love most is I love sitting, standing here, watching everybody participating, getting involved, nodding, joining in, sitting on your couches. Stacy's getting hugs right now. There's just like, yeah, like, and we get to see you doing this as part of what we do. Like there's uh, the Williamson's all gathered on their couch, the, the Henderson's all gathered together. I mean, Riley and Katie are downstairs. It's fine. It's, um, <laughs> um, but you get to see all of these groups of people sitting, joining in. Um, Jenna, is he, is Dan putting up a tree or what's he doing in the back there? Like, <laughs> I don't know, but I just love how interactive this experience is. 
that's really like that's what makes it for me getting to be part of this uh, an incredible group of people it's a whole lot of fun to come together and uh yeah sunday following thanksgiving i smell a tradition oh i love Just that saying. Yeah. i love it um thank you to you justin for like the the last three guys said it as well but it is a lot of work um i mean i work with music every day so this is just like a little bit of fun for me but um i know how intense it is to sit down and to build the entire program uh so that it's ready to run so there's a lot that goes into it but it look at the result look at what we get to be part of thanks jokes on all of you all it was actually childhood labor riley did it but um anyway (laughs) uh DDP family, we love you. We appreciate you. And uh, this is this is an incredible time of year leading into the holidays. I hope everyone had an incredible Thanksgiving. You have a ton to be thankful for. You're surrounded by people you love. And uh, look, you're surrounded by people you love that love you here uh, on the DDP. We appreciate you. We love you. We cannot wait to do this again really soon. I will go ahead and announce right now we are doing another one of these right before Christmas. So be ready for it. Uh, we can't wait to see you then. And uh, I absolutely cannot tell you how much I appreciate each and every one of you. We love you. Have an amazing week. Spread some cheer. Make someone smile. Be the best version of yourself. And until next time, we will see you real soon. Have a good night, everybody. Have a good night. Cheers. Have a good night. See you guys. On behalf of the Disney dads, we want to say thank you. We hope you find a little magic in your life every day. Spread some Disney love and keep moving forward. And they all lived happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the wonder. And that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.